All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Laura, are you real Christmas tree or a fake? Real. 100% real. Well, I have good news for you then. Okay. New York Times today reporting that environmentalists are lining up behind real Christmas trees. Okay. It's been a source of debate because it's a little counterintuitive, right, that you're planting a tree with the express purpose of chopping it down when it's... Between six and ten feet tall. They're so sustainable, though, right? They're very sustainable. Yeah. And they also, according to the Times, generally are taking advantage of of farmland that would be empty. Okay. Well, that's good. So maybe, and not necessarily entirely empty, maybe it would be, you know, beans or corn or something else. But the beauty of planting a forest is that it creates a habitat. Yep. It does the kind of CO, oxygen, mm-hmm. kind of life. the circle of life. Yes. And so because of the business of uh, creating Christmas trees, those who are Christmas tree farms have an incentive to keep planting. So yeah. when they chop one, usually they plant two or three. Yeah. So I didn't realize it was that good, but it's pretty good. I love it. I'm not opposed to a fake tree if Either it's a good fake tree, and that in itself is sustainable because you're reusing every year. As know? long as, yes, as long as you really keep it. When you throw those things out, there's a lot of petroleum That's or whatever. Right. It's not It's not like a very recyclable thing. Right. But I, I grew up with a fake tree. All, my, the whole time, your oh, entire childhood, really? My parents had that same damn tree. Well. they That tree probably lasted... 20 years. That's good, though. That's good. Pretty it got a good. nice long life. It was one of those trees with, like, the sort of the, like, the metal that you would stick each branch, like, with the hole. Oh, it was, like, yeah. the twisted metal. Yes. And you'd put it in there. <laughs> I remember assembling the tree. Now they have one of these, you know, that folds up or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's not quite. I bet the new one won't last as long as the old uh, one. Probably not. It looks a lot nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the current one. But my mom always would have like, you know, uh, Fraser fir scented yes. candles or something yeah. around the house. To create the vibe you're of like, the real deal. You're fooling no one, mom. Like we know <laughs> it's not a real tree. But it does give the vibe. I we usually do we have a real tree. We had a little bit of a challenge with our tree this year. Yeah. Did I tell you about that? So I don't think so. We got this tree and it's beautiful. Like I love it. Looks great. It's sort of scraggly a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's full but scraggly. It's not, you know, some trees are like perfectly formed. And this one looks a little more like I don't know, free range. Sure. Put it that way. I like that. I like it too. But it wasn't taking up water. Even oh. though it was fresh cut. Okay. It wasn't. That's weird. Right. So you get a little nervous. Yep. So one morning when my wife was still sleeping, I took the tree out of the stand 
outside. Cut off another little bit. Fired up the, I mean, my chainsaw is battery powered, but yeah. fired up the chainsaw, gave it another fresh cut. Mm-hmm. Was <laughs> that the ticket? Yeah, it worked. Good. And That's I, great. I will say I felt so manly. Oh, anytime you have a power tool, in yes. your hands, even if it's electric or <laughs> battery powered, you feel like a man. You chainsaw. Oh, I a mean, chainsaw. How brute is that? Right. No kidding. It's a pretty good moment. Look at how manly you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody saw this coming. No. No one saw it coming. I don't see it now. No, oh, that's Charlie. Fair. It's fair, Charlie. I mean, look at this jacket I'm wearing today. It's fabulous. Chad was asking, I'm wearing a jacket that I did, I did not know what this style of jacket is called. There's sort of no, it's, it's, there's no collar. It's collarless. A, my, Tunic. I texted, like. a little, yeah. I texted my wife and she said that it's called a Mandarin. A Mandarin. Okay. Like a Chinese style. Kind of like an old, yes. Jacket. Yes. Yes. And I said, I'm like, that sounds vaguely racist. I'm like, are you sure it's called Mandarin? <laughs> chairman de Russia. <laughs> yeah. what you're looking I like look today. a little chairman, Maoist yeah, a little today. Chairman de Russia today. Mm, just like I like it. You know, America is finally realizing how much we want authoritarian rule. I know we've convinced ourselves over the years that we love democracy. Yeah. But we want, we want to be told these are the orders. From- At least in our wardrobe, huh? Maybe this is what... Should I, you know, John Williams used to do like King John. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. I could do share. I mean, we have a, more of a socialist move in, in the Minneapolis area these years. I, I could be chairman. Yeah, you you're at try. the forefront of it, Jason. Yeah. All our texters yeah. say so. Oh, you yeah. could try. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> this seems like a very bad idea and also seems like something that I cannot pull off. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, before we get too far away from the Christmas tree conversation, I want to tell you about my tree because it's tiny, of course, because we have a tiny house, which you've seen. And um, maybe I've already told you this, but all of the ornaments are either from places we have traveled Mm. to or that people have given us as gifts. I love that. And I love it, too, because every year when I decorate and take them out of the box... It brings back all the memories of these cool places we've been and things that we've loved to do, and it's so fun. Do you So do you struggle with that? Because you also have excellent interior design taste. Mm, so I you. could see where maybe you would want, like, I sometimes feel a little envious of, like, the beautiful, like, designer yes, kind of trees. I am envious of that. And one year, I'm going to do the thing where you hang a tree upside down from your ceiling. Yes. That's some kind of a tradition. Those are fun. Where it comes from. But, yeah, it is hard for me, yes, because I want Because ours, to look too, beautiful. is totally, like, this year we only put up one box of ornaments. Mm-hmm. But normally we have, like, our tree is Crowded. Just filled. I and it's love got, it's that. like my childhood. Yes. There, There's an ornament that I made, I think, in like yep. second grade. Good. Where it's like a laminated 
Angel, mm-hmm. and then my school picture from that yes, year is that's like so great that you still have it. Your it's really great to have it, but we still have yeah. like some kids. You know, when our kids were really yep, little, me too. And I like it, even though I w- every year we have the discussion like, uh, do you want to do like a blue tree a or themed, a themed yeah. tree? No, yeah, we, you just throw just it get all the on crappy there. ornaments out. I know. And laugh about each yes, one and where it was from. And then and, it has character. You could always do that. like a fancier designer tree, a smaller one somewhere else in your house. It's true. Yeah, you guys have space for that. We do. We have enough room that we could do that. Mm-hmm. Now you're now you're running up into the ultimate life challenge. Like how much how much work are you willing to do? Exactly. <laughs> Charlie, do you have? Uh, you don't like Christmas cookies. We've heard this before. Yeah. Well, I, again, I, and I by that I mean you're like not wrong. The ones that wrong. you decorate, like just the sugar cookie, they're not no, good. No, they're not very good. It's fun to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun to decorate, right? and Cut it out, and that's very fun. But they don't taste that good. We did that as a I family agree. once. The cutouts. Yeah. Like my wife's mother does cutouts, and it's a fun tradition. Yes. They're really cute. Yeah. Yeah, they're not as... Not her fault. Nothing against Just in case she's listening, it's not Pat's fault. The creation is fun. The taste is not. Yeah, nothing against the tradition of doing it, but I don't want to eat those. No, I don't have a tree. We have a bit of a Christmas cookie conundrum. Uh Uh-oh. So Alyssa and her sister and her mother are doing a cookie exchange. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, we bake two different kinds of cookies. Kim bakes two. Pat bakes two. Good idea. Because who needs... Like, we just don't eat like that, you know? Yeah. And there aren't that many kids around, so, like, kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But the recipe Alyssa picked out is an uh, from a wonderful local uh, cookbook author who wrote a book called 100 Cookies, Sarah Kiefer. Yeah. Which, by the way, would be a great gift if you're looking for a gift for somebody, uh, a baker. I'm not being paid to say it, but it's a great, great book. Mm-hmm. But there's a recipe for an olive oil cookie with <gasps> a blood orange uh, glaze on Ooh, it. Ooh, that sounds fantastic. So it's got a little bit of blood orange juice in it, and then you use the zest from the yes. blood orange in the glaze. And that doesn't mm-hmm. sound like it would be overly sweet, so I would like that. I and, don't like and the olive oil should give sweet. it like a nice little texture, yeah. a little chew to it. You know what you cannot find anywhere? Blood oranges. Really? I have not looked for blood, blood oranges, oranges in a long It's time. very seasonal. Mm-hmm. And we're at the beginning of the season. Normally, you would have blood oranges in the stores right now. But yeah. I have gone to Lunds and Byerly's. I've gone to Whole Foods. I've gone to Cub. Wow. And they're all like, well, there's a delay. There's a supply issue. We had them for a couple days, and now we can't get them. I wonder if you could substitute with something like a Cara Cara orange. Those are the mm. kind I like. They're a little sweeter I than th- a navel. I think so. I mm-hmm. And that's what we'll ultimately do. Or I could use maybe like a Campari uh, yeah. liquor. Yep. Use that. Mm-hmm. And maybe just the glaze probably won't be as pink as, you know. A little food coloring in there. No one know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is a national film registry. Did you know this is a thing? I don't know. I don't think so. National Film Registry. Apollo 13. Have you mm-hmm. seen that? Yep. And The Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't think I ever saw that. That's a Tim Burton yeah. uh, stop motion animation. Uh, those are both in. Apollo 13, man. That was a good movie. Yes. 
Love so it. many good movies, even though you know how they're going to end. I know. We, like Titanic, we knew. We knew. Apollo yep. 13, we knew. Right. Laura, thank you. Have a great weekend. And you, thank I'm you. I'm off tomorrow, so we'll see you next week. Uh, it is 5.20. The Rush Hour news headlines coming up in just a minute, including uh, the psychological explanation for gate lice. Have you ever... And I'll tell you what a gate lice is. New York Times going inside the meme team working for Donald Trump. And an update as to the post office challenges in Bemidji, Amazon versus the UPS versus delivery people. All of that as we keep rolling here on Drive Time. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.